Welcome to a, another episode of a Silver Lined Relaunch. And here is one of those episodes that you are going to, again, want to really sit back, have a moment to contemplate what Sherrianna Boyle and I are going to be talking about. Because this is life. This is life that's hitting all of us. So I am so excited to have Sherrianna as a guest here today. Welcome to the Silver Lined Relaunch. And I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Welcome, welcome. This is going to be fun. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Well, so I always like to say, you know, there's a real reason that I started this in the first place. And I I love the idea of having people have a platform to be able to really talk about the struggles in life and how they have overcome them and relaunches, right? The positives, the negatives, the, you know, impact of how it has happened in our life, what we have learned, lessons that we wish so badly that we had known then, but that also adds to the silver lining. So for those that don't know you, can you share a little bit about you? And then let's talk about your significant relaunch. Yes. So I am, I'm an author of, of many books and there's, I've written nine and the last several have been focused on a topic called emotional detox. So the last three of the, of the series there. Okay. And I have to jump in nine. Yes. So impressive. I'm like sitting here writing my first one and I'm like, she's written nine. Yes, Hillary, she's got nine. You can do one. So that that's a bulk, of course, of the time and my work. And then out of those last three books, I've developed a system and I it's under the realm of emotional detox coaching for people. And the system I use is called cleanse and it's an acronym and it's a seven steps mindful of an emotional detox. So that's what I do. And teach people what that process is like and how they can apply it in many areas of their life. And business is one of those areas. And I, I actually feel like it's a real integral part of doing a relaunch. You know, I, I, that's my biggest, one of my greatest lessons, which I know we're going to talk about is really learning the value that my emotions play in creating something new or having a new beginning or even just integrating the lessons because sometimes the lessons come our way as as you know and sometimes we don't get them the first time around <laughs> sometimes isn't it amazing life just keeps knocking you you know hey you didn't learn it the first time i'm going to give it to you again yeah a little louder and a little harder this time <laughs> You're like, stop, I'm finally getting it. Had I just gotten it earlier, I wouldn't have to go through the second, third, fourth yeah, time. So yes. Exactly. And that's where emotions can really help you because there is something there for you to be processed. And if you're not processing your emotions, you might you might not be fully integrating the wisdom 
and the inner strength that you get from these experiences. I do think that this conversation around emotions and tapping into it, it, it's not something I know when I grew up. I mean, we were not discussing our emotions. We were discussing our successes. Either you, you know, you were successful or you weren't, right? It was like, hey, why are you, why are you talking unless there's something that's exciting that you're doing? And this is now much more like the fact that you've written nine books on this. This is something that now is becoming mainstream, but yet it is, but we don't know how to do it. So before we jump into all of that, which we will, I promise you, everyone who's listening, I do want to talk to you about what brought you to this path of starting to you know, put together all of these books around this topic. This specific last three books, that, that's what I'll speak to around the topic. Well, I, I had written previous to my very first emotional detox book, I had written a book on mantras. And when I write something, I kind of really dive in. So I had a very solid mantra practice going, um, really commit. It's a spiritual practice mantras. It's different than affirmations. It's a real commitment on a daily basis to chant. And I had about three of them going. One of them was for my marriage. I really would just walk my dog and I would have my mala beads in my pocket and I would do my 180 rounds um, for my marriage. And, and so I wrote Mantras Made Easy, published the book. And then literally I was walking out of the gym one day, I had my yoga mat under my arm and I looked at my girlfriend and I was like, emotional detox. And she's like, what do you mean? And she's a writer as well. And I said, that's my next book. And she was like, I like it. Right. And so I started researching, putting together this, well, asking questions, really. Well, what are emotions? Do they really go away? What happens when we don't? How do we process them? And you're so right, Hillary. Like, there was a lot of missing information. So I was like, uh, this is interesting. I'm getting this, but I'm not really getting what I'm looking for. Like, how do you process them kind of thing? And so lo and behold, I start, I pitch it. Simon Schuster picks it up. and literally. Hillary, it was about four weeks later, I was struck with the worst news of my life. I mean, emotional devastation. And my whole family was affected by this. So I was in crisis now. And can you share a little bit about what that was? Well, it's all an emotional detox, the core book. So I remember I was monitoring about my, my marriage. So I found out my husband had been having an affair. Mm. So I went to the publisher and I said, I can't write this book. I'm in crisis. Now, mind you, Simon & Schuster is a hard, you know, I mean, I had worked very hard. This was my seventh book. I had worked very hard to get to that place to be able to even be recognized by a place like that. So it was like I was at the top of the mountain and then I just went all the way to the bottom again. I said, I can't write this book. And they, they were very kind. And they said, when you can, write it. And I was like, okay. So it was really nice, Hillary, because for the first time in my life, I didn't have a damn deadline. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I get, I get, I'm getting a few deadlines. I mean, right all now. the other books I had these... Yes, I didn't have a deadline. And it just was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a feeling 
I think sometimes we want to hop on things so quickly because we're like, if I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And they're going to take my idea. And then I'm going to be, right. I didn't have that because I was in crisis. So it's many blessings came out of that because I didn't give a crap. Right. Well, so interesting what happened to you because mm. you, you know, you're thinking about this, you're, you're doing research around emotional detox. You had mentioned 180 rounds a day for 90 days of this mantra, repeating it over and over and over again. And then yes. all of a sudden you get literally like whiplashed into this is now, this is now happening. Like how, how is that? How did that go? First off, I was interested in understanding how did that go against your practice? You've had this mantra practice. You're really into, you wrote a book on it. And all of a sudden you're finding out that everything that you have been putting out there was not as it seemed. Yeah, well, actually, it was right in line with the universe. I got exactly what I want. Me, I was asking for because I was asking. My mantra is about the truth. I asked for the truth. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I was wondering because I'm like, this is yeah. this is no. Now that I know the truth, yeah. now that I know the truth, now that the truth has been revealed to me. Because I knew wow, there was you more. were asking that. I was asking for the truth. And spirit will not give you the truth if you're not ready and you're not, if, if you don't have the inner strength, it's like, you know, they're, they're very loving. And so I look at it as I was strong enough to receive the truth. I was asked, how many people, people don't want to know the truth. They want to know anything but the truth. They cover up, they, they make up excuses not to find out the truth. I was directly saying, give it to me. I know there's more. And he didn't have the strength to tell me because he thought I would leave him mm. and I didn't leave him. Mm. So, um, that's, emotion- a, that's an additional conversation here. We're going to go down. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So you yeah. had this, like you had this, you know, moment where you're asking, you're doing your 180, you know, mantras, you're doing all this, you're asking for the truth, which is so important to have that out there. And he wasn't being honest. You're now going through this with Simon and Schuster about, oh my gosh, I can't write this. They're saying, Hey, take your time, take your time. And what, what were you, what were you feeling at that time? You talk about emotional detox. It's like, that's like a throw up in your mouth situation, right? It's like, what? Yeah. Well, I always say I had a lot, what happens with, and now I do it with the emotional detox. I don't have a mantra practice anymore. I have an emotional detox practice. Mm -hmm. When you run high vibration like that. So when you take time to process what you feel, and there is a mantra in the process every day, what happens is your energy runs at another level. You will handle things when, when you have it that high, remember it was daily for 90 days, you will handle things in a way that you never expected. So I never lost it. And I pretty, I stayed pretty calm through the whole thing. And at the same time, I had an acuity about me that was different. I almost didn't recognize myself because I went to a few therapists. I think we went to maybe three or four and I would sit there and eventually I'd become like a behavior problem because I'd be like, uh-uh, not doing that. Not, that's not what the research says. 
Because you knew too much. I knew at this point. I knew it's not that it was wrong. I knew it would not help my circumstances and what I was going through. So my husband was willing to do anything it took to make it work. So he was just like, okay, just tell me where to go when I'll be there. And he was showing up big time. And at one point, I, I remember leaving therapy. And we, we were in there, the therapist got a distraction. She got up and had to like check her phone or something. She had asked a question and we were sitting in silence and I heard a voice and it was so strong. And it said, what would happen if he didn't answer the question? And I thought, that's interesting. So now she comes back and she's asking me to answer the question. Now, this is where I become a behavior problem because I'm like, I don't really want, like my gut was like, I don't want to, this isn't going to work. So we leave therapy. I'll never forget it. We're walking down to our, we're in separate cars, mind you, because this is how tense and raw it is. We can't yeah. even go in the same car. And some of you might relate to that. It's just, so we're walking down and I looked at him and I said, I'm not going back. And he was like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said, you can go back. I'm not going back and all done. And I went home and I sat in my chair and I asked that voice, okay, tell me more, what do you want? And that's when the cleanse started to channel through. Those are the steps of the emotional detox that I teach today. I've been teaching for several years now and written three books, actually four. There's number 10 that's on that book that's not, um, hasn't even been picked up yet, but it's already been written. So did you answer the question in therapy? Uh, back then, I think I probably just to be polite. Yeah. See that. And that's probably where you were out of alignment. You're like, I'm not doing it. Like, and I then I, yeah, I did it. Yeah. 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 Wow. And, I, and, and, and there was a part of therapy that was definitely helpful, but there was a part where I knew it was time to move on for sure. So you did say that you ended up, you're, you're still with your husband. Yes. All right. Can you share more about the decision process that you had to stay? Because I know there's a lot of people out there right now that are, you know, especially COVID, should I stay or should I go? Yeah. <laughs> isn't there like a, isn't there a clash song on that? <laughs> started playing in my head. I don't know why, but you know, there, this is a tough one, tough decision to make. Definitely. I, I gave myself time. I think that was the big thing I said to myself. And I also said to my husband, I'm going to take one year to decide. I'm going to give myself a year. And at the end of the year, I will make my decision of whether I'm going to stay in this marriage. And that was a huge, a huge load off. Cause I think we put so much pressure on ourselves that we have to make it like tomorrow and it has to be the right decision. And I really just wanted to be able to observe and really for us to get to know each other again. I mean, clearly we, there was a lot we didn't know and weren't talking about. And, and I was thinking of my, of my children. I have three daughters and I just knew that I had to think about them. It wasn't all about me and their relationship How with their father. 
How old were you uh, or was the, were the kids? The girls, uh, well, let's see, the oldest, I mean, the youngest was pretty young. So she never got involved. The older two girls were middle school middle school. So they're at a very, yeah, tough age. Um, and so, and they were pissed that, that their mom would not, would be so weak, to be honest with you. That was their view at the time. They saw it as a weakness. They saw it. They did not see it as a woman's empowerment moment. They were clearly upset. They have since now they understand. Mm -hmm. And I think they understand because they see he and I, you know, we're best friends we get along great. We're very, we're, we just, everything in the house feels different. Um, and I think they how didn't long, really, let me, ask you, let me ask you, how long ago was this? So let's see, it was 2016. Okay. So it's been five years, five years. Yeah. So your marriage today, what I'm hearing you say is that it's actually stronger than it oh, was yeah. prior to. Yeah. Okay. And it's not just that I'm stronger. I would be fine if it didn't work out as well, Hillary. I mean, really. And I think he would too, because we have that inner strength. And so, yes, we are very strong committed, but I'm stronger. Oh, um, I, I can feel your energy. You yeah. are. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're definitely putting out there this you are very comfortable with your own personal power. You are very comfortable in your own skin, definitely. So let me, let me ask you, as you look back on this significant relaunch and you're moving forward, how long did it take you before you went back to Simon & Schuster and had written that book? Actually wasn't as long as one would think. I I didn't know if I would ever write again at the time when I was going through it, but I missed it very much. You know, writing for me is is a real connection to something greater. So I think I let them know in August and January, the first of the year, I I missed writing and I picked it up again and started. The process. So not very long, maybe six months. Well, and a lot of people do find yeah. writing, putting it out there is therapeutic in itself, right? I mean, I've kept yeah. journals for as long as I can remember. And yeah. Oh, some of the journal, you know, <laughs> I finally had a burning of the journal, you know, down, like I gotta be done with these journals. Yes. Yes. Too much information. Um, yes. But something I, I did want to say as a as a follow up to this is, do you find that because you are the expert in the emotional detox, that you have, you know, you, you are being given ways so that you can go through emotional detox so that you can even be more connected to the people that you're serving? Do you mm. I do. I really do. I mean, I, I always say I couldn't have written emotional detox had I not written six other books before that. I just had the foundation for it. And I do feel in some ways that God or what kind of that 
was preparing me for something and a way to see it. So, so yes, I, I could not write that book again today, that, that core emotional detox that tells my story. I don't think I could, I know I couldn't write it because I'm not the same person. So it was really ideal that I didn't wait too long to write it because I was really in it and people can relate to it. And I wanted to do it in a way where I wasn't um, bashing and putting, you know, with, with integrity and grace so that people could really see that there is a way that you can go through this without being destructive to yourself and others. Mm, it's like the uh, songwriters, singers who write the songs and they're, when they're in the moment, when they're having yeah. And they write the best song of their life. And it's, you know, during the hardest time of their life. And they couldn't, they couldn't repeat that again, because it was like you said, it was during the time. Yeah. I do find though, and, and I would, I'd love to get your perspective on this is that I have the relaunch car, right? And so I work with people to relaunch them in all areas of their life. And sometimes because I do know I've had to go through a lot of relaunches myself, to get to where I am right now. But there are times when the relaunches are just coming at me like crazy. I'm like, okay, you know, God, can you, can you hold back on some of these? Like I'm overloaded. I'm tapped. You gotta, you gotta give me a chance to breathe. You know, I, I don't need another relaunch. I've got plenty in my pocket. Yeah. And, and I, I'm hearing that from you that you've, you've had that you now have enough. You're like, okay, I've got this. I've got uh, enough here. So really, really incredible. So when you look back on this and, you know, the silver linings of this happening to you, of you creating where you are now. Can you share with us a little bit more about where you are with that? As far as the lessons and things that I've learned for relaunching, I'm, I, I'm, I feel like I'm, yeah, I, I'm in a bit of a relaunch right now, to be honest with you, Hillary, because I um, because I have a new book coming out in October and it's, it's emotional detox. I wrote 135 cleanses for every area of your life. So my cleanse that I've developed is 135. You'll get to go through. So when, after writing that book, a lot of things shifted in my life. Um, a publisher that I'd been with for seven years, suddenly I'm no longer with Simon & Schuster. Now I'm heading, now I'm with uh, Macmillan. I mean, both are excellent publishers, but I never saw that coming. Um, and I started to just get introduced to new people and situations. I really believe it was from those 135 emotional detoxes because sometimes we do, we just kind of stay within our, our circle, our sphere, and it's great. It's comfortable. You, you know it well, they know you, but for whatever reason, I wrote all those details. I mean, I put down 135, but probably detoxed way more than that going through all, them all. And all of a sudden at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, this is happening. Now I'm going here and I'm, and I've, got this radio show sort of landed in my lap. I wasn't looking for a radio show. I got a new, another job. Um, I'm now on a, a pretty big app on my emotional detoxes. 
wasn't looking for that, just landed. So I really, I'm constantly relaunching myself. I, I feel like it's kind of almost like every week. <laughs> it's like, it's like a reset, I you. you know? I hear and, you. <laughs> and that's that's the good news. That's why I know I'll stay in business forever because it is true. Everybody is constantly relaunching. Let me ask you for those that don't understand mm-hmm. what you're talking about when you talk about cleanses. Yeah. Can you explain what is that? Mm. So it's the again, it's the seven steps that I wrote down. And it was really my own healing system at first. And then I started to bring it out into the world. It really has like all seven books in there, (laughs) the system, everything I learned. And so what it basically does is it, it teaches you um, how to process an emotion. Now, here's the thing. What was really difficult for me was I had so many emotions. It was beyond. And I had emotions I'd never even experienced before. I mean, betrayal is not a common experience, right? That's an emotion when you have that. And so it, I couldn't focus on all those emotions. I would go out of my mind if I thought about them, went through them. So I decided, okay, emotional detox is not about getting rid of your emotions. It's about getting rid of the reactions and letting the emotions process on their own. So you don't have to really do anything. What you do want to do is start to recognize okay, what are my reactions about my relaunch? So let's say you're, you know, you're looking to relaunch yourself in your business. And, and so the question would be, um, you know, how does that make you feel? And if you don't feel anything, which if you're not, if you're not breathing, you're probably not feeling, or if you just have sort of your list of things to do to kind of keep yourself on point, well, you could be suppressing emotions along the way. So in the cleanse, we would actually, we would actually release those reactions. So the, the ways that you prevent yourself from feeling and allow yourself to process what's coming up because it's actually brings wonderful juice to whatever you're creating. And that's how those things started to happen to me on their own because vibration was coming up and being released and, and I wasn't doing anything. I'm literally is doing nothing. And I got a really big job opportunity Mm -hmm. and I never looked for it just landed in my lap. So when you sit every, let's say it's, a 10 minute practice. And what I do every day is I just start with that very first step. And first is just to kind of get into your body, let your body know this is about healing. This is not about re-traumatizing, revisiting. Then you go into the next step, that look inward, which is basically acknowledging how you feel, right? Without getting into the story. That was what that voice told me. Remember what happens if you don't answer the question? That's that second step. You don't answer the question. Oh, that's so great. Because <laughs> we all are looking like our thinking brain, right? Steps in. Yes. Yes. Figure this out. I got to figure this out. How do I do no. it? I love that. No. And it's right. not about the emotion. It is about your reaction. The reaction. Mm. That's because that. here's the thing that I had to tell myself in my emotional detox. I had to say to myself, and this is what I believe, there's only one emotion and it's love. Everything else is a reaction. Guilt is a reaction. Shame is a reaction. Fear is a reaction. Even sadness can be a reaction. 
Anger can be a reaction. It's all a way that you're trying to control what you feel. Uh, yeah. Oh, so <laughs> I, I work with a ton of people and I, I also have had many, many, many coaches, some of the top, you know, gurus out there I've worked with. And the, the one area that I always was challenged with is when somebody says, you know, you got to love yourself, love your life, love your business, love, love, love. And I'm like, many times there have been, you know, moments in my life where I'm like, I, I, I don't love myself. I don't even like myself. So having a process to be able to go through that, because I do believe you get to love. And there is that wonderful time where you all of a sudden realize that you have worked through the process. You have relaunched into, wow, I actually do love myself. And I like what, um, what you're saying because you're saying the seven steps, it, it's a process. And this is something that you have seen, you know, your clients go through about the healing, right? And it's not about... It's not about trying to figure out the answer, right? No, no. it doesn't. It, it, doesn't, it, it will just distract you. It yeah. will distract you. Yes. Yeah. And I always say it, it's okay to talk about things, mm -hmm. but what I would have liked in hindsight, looking back, what would have been really valuable is if my husband and I went through the cleanse first. Right. And that's what I always recommend to people, therapists, coaches, whoever's anybody can use this process, what you feel first, then talk about it. If necessary, very often when you process what you feel, you don't need to talk about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, or if you do talk about it, the conversation is now going to be very different. Hmm. So great. And yes, I just looked at the clock. I'm like, wow, we just ripped through the time period. So we are, we are now all of a sudden in this, you know, rapid fire. I would like to ask just a few questions. I know that you said you have, you, you've incorporated mantras into the detox. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. What is your most impactful mantra that you say to yourself these days? Well, the mantra that's in the cleanse is, is hum. That's the one I recommend, the hum mantra. That's the mantra of enlightenment. Um, so that's, you know, I find that it's it's nice because anybody can hum. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, okay, as my next yeah. question, I'd like yes. to know, can you, can you tell us what this hum mantra is? would sound like or what would what well it's more than a mantra and I it is a mantra so mantras are seeds syllables words phrases that are repeated um but the the mantra hum is also wonderful for doing lots of physical things and emotional for your house so it actually tones your vagus nerve which is the largest nerve in your body it connects to almost every single organ in your body and it helps you excrete so we want to literally detox all of you know the stress and what you don't need. So the toning of the vagus nerve is one of the easiest ways to start changing your brain. So a lot we've been told so much about go from brain to body, but the vagus nerve is 80% sensory. So it, we go from body to brain. It doesn't really 
hear you if you say, calm down, you know, don't worry about it, let it go. Uh-uh, that's not going to do anything to your vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve needs you to have a bodily experience. So that hum, there's been an enormous amount of research on the hum. More, the more I read, the more I write on it, the more I just can't even believe that I didn't know this, but I mean, it's, it's been shown to kill cancer cells. It's extremely powerful vibration. So if you just sit and hum out loud, it has to be out loud. Um, but that is in the cleanse. And I find it goes really well. Does it matter if, if it's a loud hum or can it be like a, "Mm," it can be a, "Mm," or could it be an, um, or is it, it a, can be an, uh, um, has many benefits too, the om or the um. um however, hum, um, the tongue on the roof of the mouth will help break up the memory because a lot of what's happening with reactivity is actually bodily memory. So it's buried in the subconscious. So, um, so, thinking, so when you get, so as you're thinking, so I'm really clear here. As you're thinking about this, that's when you say, hmm, as you're thinking, that's how it breaks. Well, the- I do it in the cleanse. I don't think I, I take, yeah, there's a little prep before that. I don't just flat out hum because that might be a reaction because what am I doing? I'm trying to get rid of an emotion. So I'm not going to hum like that. It's got to be a spiritual. It's got to be a practice where it's, you really, what I say is you're opening up to a channel to your higher self, to your higher abilities. So think of it that way. Don't think of it as a quick, you know, fixed practice because now you're in reactivity. Ah, that's so good. Okay, now the question that we all love is what is your favorite beauty product by name? Okay, so it's L'Oreal Mascara Black. I've been using it for 20 years. I have tried other mascaras. I hope L'Oreal like gives me some kind of something for this, but I, nothing. My kids buy me stuff. No, nothing beats L'Oreal Mascara. Uh, you know what? I voluminous, have- voluminous mascara. So great. We all have that one that we really, oh, yes. really I agree. Mine happens to be that little, uh, the green and the pink. I won't, I won't mention it. I'm not going to go against what you're using, but <laughs> all right. And I do want to have an opportunity to give you that you can share. Where do people find out more about the seven steps about working with you so that we really understand the proper way to use the hum? So they go to sherriannaboyle.com and that's where my coaching, my books, and the books are everywhere. They're in bookstores, emotional detoxes. Um, out there. And then the new book, of course, maybe I can come back and we can do a cleanse together because it's got 135 of them. <laughs> hey, I'm up. I would totally do this. I'm, I'm in. I'm right now. Just awesome. plug right through it. Yes. This is wonderful. <laughs> and so last but not least, how would you define powerhouse of possibility? Oh, that's interesting. Powerhouse of possibility. I I think once you open up the channel, remember emotions are the connection between the physical and the non-physical. Once you open up that channel, anything's possible and, and you become true power, not ego power, not fearful power, right? But true power. And that is worth exploring for sure. Ah, 
Shariana, thank you so much for being here today. And I think we all are being left with a lot to think about. So thank you again. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch. If I said something today that resonated with you, will you please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others and help them find the silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to the show notes, any giveaways, and the links to those amazing beauty products at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next time, there's always a silver lining. And now is the time to hit the reset button to relaunch those transitions into transformations.